self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation Conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful episode with a special guest hello ladies and gentlemen it's ac blow i'm so happy to be back again what is this voice you're doing? <laughs> I'm just happy to be back. I'm in a good All mood. Right. What can I say? Okay. That's what's up. Well, you can find me. Well, go to the website if you want to. Leave us some feedback uh, on the website. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And that can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener later portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into the website. But you probably should send it into the Gmail account, which is conversation call artists with an S at gmail.com. Or you, you can send it into the Facebook website because... Did you see Mike? Oh, yeah. So uh, in the last few episodes, we've had some dialogue as it pertains to British accents. And Jen's British accent was all kind of uh, stereotypical (laughs) Dick Van Dyke British shit. So first, governor does equate to boss from from, uh, what Michael told us. But it's like a uh, cockney influence uh dialogue dialect and nobody they don't really governor is not used heavily yeah they don't really use that at all and then as it pertains to the uh, our fish and water wet question um oh yeah nothing's touching yeah at, at at the atomic level ain't nothing really touching nothing else according to michael i i mentioned that I just didn't know enough about quantum physics to go deep enough into it to say <laughs> with certainty that ain't nothing touching nothing. But he seemed like he knows shit about that. We need to find out what Michael do. Michael, what do you do? Let us know what you do, he man. He got to do something with quantum physics. He broke it all the way down. All the way down. So. Yeah. Anyhow, we have a question. And AC will get to weigh in since he on the show and shit this week. So. Okay. You sound all right, so excited. What's up? Yeah, just appreciate that. Like. So what? Nothing. Go ahead. What's up? I need some advice. Me and my girlfriend broke up about a month ago. We had an apartment and everything together. So we moved out of the apartment when we broke up and now we barely even talk. Well, she barely talks to me. I reach out. I try to check on her and stuff, but she barely replied to my messages or answer my calls. Long story short, she said she needed time. I'm giving her time. I still have hope that one day we'll get back together, but it's no input on how she feel. What should I do? Nigga, y'all are broken up. That's what you should do. Be broke up. Like, that's what happens when you break up. I don't know why motherfuckers think when they break up, they're going to be best friends and shit. Like, y'all just broke up. That's what breakups mean. It means we don't talk. Why are you trying to check on her? But she obviously ain't interested in continuing this friendship because she is ghosting your ass is what's happening. You yeah. might be suicidal out here. Nigga, that, she don't sound suicidal. She sound like she was trying to get rid of this nigga. She got rid of this nigga. Now she just ain't trying to deal with him no more. He ain't said she was sad or nothing. He said she just won't talk to him. That don't equal suicidal. That mean nigga leave me alone. So you ain't never broke up with somebody and still tried to be cool with them, but they wasn't feeling it? I'm like... cool with everybody. Like, I don't have that problem. Because I don't care. Like <laughs> Yeah. I don't, I don't care. Like, I'm not... Because he ain't trying to be cool with her. He wants to get back together with her, which I... She probably knows that. 
and she ain't trying to deal with that shit. It would be one thing if he was trying to be friends. He said he still want to, he want her back. So he ain't trying to oh. be cool to be friends. He want to get back together with her and she ain't with it. Bro, I don't love all my relationships. Like I leave my jobs. I put in a three or four week notice. <laughs> I work that shit out. Let them know what the issues is. Let them know what my plans is moving in the future. And I leave on good ass terms. Just in case I need a reference one day. That's how all my relationships have ended. That's how all my jobs have ended. But you know, she don't seem like she's trying to do that. Like, she don't reply to his messages. She ain't answering his calls. Like, she not checking for you, dude. Like, I know you may want to, like, you think maybe we can work it out and get back together because it sounds like maybe she broke up with you. It don't sound like he did the breaking up. But I think you're going to have to maybe accept that she broke up with you because she don't want to be with you. Like, the whole I need time thing is an excuse people make so that you don't feel so bad. But... It just don't sound. She just sounds like she's just not interested. Like she just don't want to be with you. Like, yeah, she's done. I had a situation like that. I broke up with somebody, and uh, they basically like they they wanted to continue to they wanted to still be friends and stuff, and they kept reaching out to me, and they stalked me at my home and stuff like that. <laughs> and um. <laughs> but you so, ignored them because you were with it. You were feeling it. And you were done. Yeah, you weren't done. suicidal or sad. You just was done. Yeah, I was just done. What was what was your dialogue in the breakup? Like, how did you say this is over? Um, and I'm only asking you this because I feel like like this girl on here saying shit like we just need time apart <laughs> is is fucking bullshit. It is. Bullshit. If you want to be done with a person saying some shit like we need time apart, give the other person hope. It does. You need to be like, bitch, we are dead. <laughs> if we was alive, we would be no longer living. Yeah, well, see, I, I I didn't give the actual reason why I was breaking up with her. I just told her that, you know, I just, I, I didn't want to be in a committed relationship anymore. I wanted to, like, uh, I felt like my aspirations would take me away from the area and we would not survive he along lied. this. <laughs> he basically lied. <laughs> he got a whole bunch of bullshit. That's what I told her. But the real reason was she was boring and we had no chemistry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I couldn't say that. <laughs> I just like that. And then you know how like when you break up with somebody and then it be they be so hurt to the point where it ain't no way that y'all could be cool afterwards. Like it yep. was bad. She was crying and snotting all over the place. And then I was like, all right. And then and then she called my mama and tried to I don't know why she did that. She called my mama and was like, I don't know. Like everything was fine and then all of a sudden I'm like, what What do you think my mom was going to do? You think she was going to talk to me and convince me that I needed to stay with you, even though we had no chemistry? Like, then when that didn't work, she stalked my home. And it was just a whole to-do. And she kept hitting me up on Facebook. I had to block her. So. Damn. Yeah, it was kind of bad. That shit crazy. You yeah. know who you're talking about, though, right? I know. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Did yeah. Did you have a conversation know. about this? Did y'all talk about this? About either you told me or we talked about it on the last podcast oh, okay. we were together with. Okay, I didn't know if we had, had one of them. Oh, yeah, the wait. That. Oh, I heard, I heard, I, I heard that me and Eddie was almost Eskimo brothers. That was yes. talking about. Oh that yeah, no, we talked talk about, about that. <laughs> yeah, no. So <laughs> the same chick. After you, after we had the birthday party, you know, with with Red, and you had been at the party with her, I'm on, I'm on plenty of fish, and. She sent me a message, and I'm like, 
Hmm. I don't know who this is. I mean, he's a regular person to me. He stopped moving. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. I, I'm getting a call, but I can hear y'all. Okay. Um. So she sent me a message, and I'm like, I don't know who this person is. She don't look familiar to me. It was right. a while after that that birthday party situation, and she was like, "You look familiar." I think she knew who the fuck I was from she the jump. Did know. She did you know. She, she knew. was like, "You look familiar." She was playing a game, so we had a whole long dialogue about shit, and she was like, "Uh, yeah, I was at that birthday party." She sent me a message, and uh, and she was trying to act like she didn't know who I was, but she knew who I was the whole time. And eventually she came out to say, oh, yeah, I remember you now. You was the day that AC, uh, I was the day at AC Blow with AC Blow at, you know, Red's little gathering and whatnot. And I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> this ain't, this ain't good, a good situation. What you the? Know, because, <sighs> oh, my God. At that point, I felt like, I felt like she was trying to Trojan horse or something. <laughs> or, or she was trying to. Figure out some kind of way to, you know, connect. Like, I don't know. I was just paranoid. I was like, I don't know what she's trying to accomplish. So I'm out. Yeah, because I, I like, I completely cut her off. She was probably, I don't know. Ain't no, ain't no telling what she was trying to do. It was like she would wait. And, and, and towards the end of the conversation, like, I could tell when a woman in the dialogue is, is waiting for you to ask for her phone number. I, I never did. <laughs> and then, like, a few days later, her account was deleted. Yeah, see, man, girls be playing, man. But see, Dude. the thing, the thing that made me be like, I ain't finna, I ain't finna fool with her is because she was talking about she was like a, a natural, natural healing nurse, and I was telling her I was allergic to seafood, and she said you can heal that with natural shit, and I was like, nigga, why? Oh, why everybody ain't healed from seafood allergies then. <laughs> So you were trying to kill him, basically, what was going to happen. talking about that. I didn't know that was the same person. I didn't know. Yeah. That. <laughs> she was wow. going to kill him is what was going to happen. Well, you know, she was a little crazy. Um, <laughs> the reason why I see. Up was because like, she introduced me to one of her friends. And, like, you know, I met her friend. Her friend was cool. And one weekend, I ended up having to go out of town. And she called me, and she was like, I'm just so bored. There's nothing for me to do. I just wish you were here and all this kind of stuff, right? So then I was like, why don't you hit up your friend like that you introduced me to? Like I saw on Facebook that she just got back in town and stuff. Maybe y'all should go hang out. And she was like, what? I mean, I just feel weird that you brought her up. I mean, I mean. And I was like, what What you mean? You introduced me to her. <laughs> and so she said, I, I don't think you guys should be friends on Facebook. I was like, what, Nick? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so. It was just stuff like that. So you, I, I'm glad you didn't fall for the okie doke, Eddie. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I don't do okie dokes. Yeah, I got an okie doke detector, one of the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that man. red flags come up for me real fast. That that conversation was a red flag. I was like, nope, not going further than this. <laughs> I want her to have my phone number. <laughs> yeah, and she was really, she really would have killed you with the food allergy thing. Yeah. You would have. You would have died. But that's what I'm saying. This 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 situation is the exact it reminds me of this dude situation. Like the girl ain't feeling you no more. Your question about what you should do, move on, nigga. That's what you should do. Let me tell you what it reminds me of. <laughs> this is that Lenny Williams because I love you shit right here. <laughs> and I pulled up the lyrics just uh, so y'all motherfuckers know. <laughs> uh 
I had to go to one of my friends and talk to him. And I told him, I said, you know, I'm having problems with the woman that I love. It seems that I called on the phone and I just can't get her to answer. And then when I go to her house, I saw a car parked in the driveway. I knocked on the door, but still my knocks went unanswered. And then I went home and I watched TV until the television went off. And then I played my records until I just didn't want to hear them anymore. And I finally went to bed, but I found myself waking up a few hours later. And the tears were running down my face. And my friend uh, told me, he said, Lenny, you ought to just forget about her. But I told my friend, I said, you know, maybe you've never been in love like I've been in love. And maybe you've never felt the things that I felt. But this is what I told my friend. I said, you know, sometimes you get lonely. <laughs> that's that's that exact shit. same shit. But y'all, this is what happens when you give a motherfucker a little bit of hope in that yep. breakup. When you be like, we just need some time apart. They be like, okay, 20 minutes done passed. We good now. Right. You got to cut that shit off dead. Yeah, she should have been more honest with him and been like, nigga, I'm just out. But like, at the point, like, you, <laughs> Y'all think she don't want to live with you no more. Like, does he did they have a dog? Like, she completely cut you out. Like, she ain't trying to be friends with you, my nigga. Like, you need to just move on. That's that's the answer to your question about what you should do. Because she not feeling it. Like, she just not. Her saying that y'all need time apart was just a nice way of saying she was done. Like, but she didn't want to say she was done. But listen, I'm telling you, she done. <laughs> like she out. Yeah. Have some pride Oh, sir, just leave. Just just move on. It's okay. It's over. It's over. But you know, that'd be an indicator of a dude done fucked up. Just like that Lena Williams song. How bad you fucked up that her car is in the driveway, bruh. <laughs> you yep. know she home. And you knocking on the door. Go and she ain't cut like... I ain't trying to hear what you got to say. Wait, he, went, he, went, he went home and watched TV till TV went off. How much TV do you think you got to watch? <laughs> <laughs> the TV never go off. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> Damn, till TV went off. Damn. Okay. I don't know. This this hey. shit might have been the 60s. That nigga old. Yeah, it, it was. It was old. But women leave relationships emotionally before they leave physically. So by the time she didn't say we need to split this apartment, like we, we need to just go out separate way type shit, she been gone for a while. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's over. It's done. Like, if she to the point where she ain't even fucking with you at all, my nigga, like, she out. And she probably been out for a while. And yeah. now it's over with. You need to just move on, be single for a little while, and just move the fuck on. Because it's over. Essentially. Damn. It's over. Sorry. Wish I had better news for you, but nope. <laughs> That's what it is. I have a no reconciliation policy in my relationships, okay? It's not that I don't reconcile as in we ain't friends. I'm, I'm friends with all of my people that I've had relationships and situationships on Facebook. Right. <laughs> on Facebook. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, at a certain point, friends become acquaintances. You know, That's if you true. ain't doing shit together, if you ain't yeah. talking, if you ain't nothing like, yeah. friends can fucking be demoted to acquaintances if y'all ain't participating like you used to. Yeah. I had friends in North Carolina, but all them folks acquaintances now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I forgot what fuck I was going to say. You have a no reconciliation policy. Oh, I have a no policy. reconciliation policy. So if somebody say we need to take a break, it's over. Yeah. I'm going to go find somebody better than you, and you're going to go <laughs> find somebody better than me, and we both going to be all right. Yeah, I mean, that's usually what happens. That's, well, I mean, the way that my emotions are set up, <laughs> at the point that you tell me that you, you need a break, you don't want to be there, whatever the fuck it is, 
that switch goes off. And so it, we can't, even if I wanted to reconcile with you, I can't because like it's nothing there. Like it is totally 100% nothing there. So, you know, when you tell me that shit, you better be sure. Ain't no backsies. <laughs> well, so when I'm done, I'm done. If I'm, so somebody, if I'm dating somebody and they tell me that they want to take a break, either I, I assume they don't want to be with me no more, or they just might want to go and get some street dick for a minute and come back. Either <laughs> way, I ain't with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you can't be doing stuff like that. I don't know why people think they can take a break and then when they come back, everything going to be good magically. Like, that's not how it works. Did you say street dick? Street dick. They go out <laughs> in the street. They find ransom. So you so saying dick is all right. Yeah, I've I made peace with that, but I will never make peace <laughs> with the other words. So it's still well, vagina. I mean, Jennifer, you know about this. You a woman. So y'all have every woman has we won't say a whole phase. We won't say that. We'll say a liberal phase where they might just be out here, just having fun a little bit, you know. Not necessarily being the whole, but they not they single and they just kind of doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? But, but see, I don't even like that because men don't have that. Like that's actively men all the time. Yeah, that's their so to identify it as a phase for women, the expectation is that women just sitting there waiting for one meet. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think guys have their phase too, like. I think that, like, you know, like in your 20s. They take it up stuff. a notch. It's a notch well, higher than women. Yeah, it is higher. Like, that's when dudes doing threesomes and trains and. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I just think that, like, at some point, you get to the point in your life where you like, wow, I actually, like, dodged major STDs and stuff. Like, maybe I should just slow it down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, our phase is a high-risk pool situation. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. And then you just mature. Like it just ain't even worth it. It's like everybody don't do that though. Some of y'all yeah, just stay right. in that case that, of point that space forever. Your man Kevin Hart. Oh, did y'all see that segue? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, before we jump into Kevin Hart, let me re <laughs> reiterate that if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show. You can send it in to the website or you can send it to the Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Or you can send it to our Facebook. Uh, send us a message on Facebook. It's Conversation Con Artist, of course. But yeah, let's go on and talk about Kev since you brought him up. Well, I mean, let me just say that Kev, I was having this conversation with Red. Red thinks that Kevin Hart is a terrible person, which, I yeah. mean, I could agree with that particular point of view. But Another point of view is this. I believe that you could be morally like a pretty decent person, but you could just have a particular area in your life that is a challenge for you. And no. the path them houses is a challenge for Gail. No. See, here's my problem with that. <clears throat> that 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 <laughs> that mode of thinking. Um Niggas always want to act like they ain't got no control over themselves. Like, oh, these hoes out here, and my, my dick just want them. I just, I can't help myself. Like, and that's not what it is. You do have control. Like, you do. Kevin Hart has done this twice. Because Tory been telling us that that nigga got with a Nico while they were still married. And now that he didn't got a Nico with a ring on her finger, now he out here fucking strippers and shit. Like, 
this is not him not being able to control himself. He's just a terrible person. And does that make him not funny? No, he's still funny. But I, he forevermore is going to be a terrible motherfucker. Not only because he out here cheating on his wife. It wouldn't even be that bad. But you out here bringing attention to her. All the, oh, my rib. She's my rib. Oh, me and my rib. And oh, my rib's going to have my baby. And you constantly talking about this woman and revering her. Meanwhile, when the lights go off, you out here fucking strippers. Like, I can't get with that. Like, I don't feel like this is an area of his life he has problems with. Keep your dick in your pants. That's simple. That ain't hard. Y'all act like y'all are these animals that just like, ooh, bitches. Like, you act like my dogs have better control over themselves than some of these niggas. That's because you cut their balls out. That's why. That- Exactly. Well, maybe some of y'all don't need the balls. <laughs> maybe that's the answer. But maybe I mean, y'all need to be ballless too. Nah, I mean, and I, I didn't cut Remy balls off. The people at the shows did. <laughs> I understand that point of view. Like, I mean, but see, the thing, but I think the thing that women don't understand is that, like, and I'm not making excuses for men. Like, if you want to commit a relationship with somebody, if you married to somebody, you don't have no business stepping outside of that period. But the thing about it is, you got to look at life from his perspective this dude is like adored by everybody like if you're not secure in your relationship and who you are it's easy for you to get big head and to be like damn hoes love me so I so, be hey guess what so so is beyonce i don't see her out here getting dick that ain't jay-z's it's that excuse only works with men women don't be out here well let's not shit. act like the traditional roles of men and women are that men are after the ass and women are after the financial stability. Let's not act like that difference ain't rooted in the traditional roles of men and women as it pertains to gender saying, roles. If you're, yeah. if, it's, if you're saying that because you're adored and you got all of these people like coming at you all the time that it make it harder, you, niggas love Beyonce. Like, or any 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 of these, these celebrity women that are deemed to be beautiful, they had the same. They had the same opportunities to be fucking around. What, what I'm saying is, men, men have always been attracted to women's bodies and led by women's bodies. Women have never been attracted to men by their meat and their physique and follow them because of that. Women have some women do. Some women do today because yeah. of the liberation yeah. and because of feminism. What are we talking about today? We talking about current women. Well, what I'm talking about is the reason that a whole bunch of current women don't do this and a whole bunch of current men do is because those traditional um, men and women roles have led these current men and women to what they are. So I don't think we can use the everybody who rich would be having the same issue between men and women. Rich men have this problem. Rich women don't have this problem just because women ain't trying to go fuck men, especially if they got a man that provides for them financially. But men always going out fucking women. I mean, I agree well, what, with you. I, I think. I home, mean, with that thinking, though, so then that just means that uh, we just don't need to be getting married then because niggas can't control themselves because they out here and lusting after bodies. And you can't just lust after a body. You actually have to go get that body. You can't look at a woman and be like, oh, she's fine. You got to go fuck her. No, so you don't. Why do we have marriages then? I'm just saying. Why bother? It takes an exceptional man to just be like, Okay, she looks good, but I'm not gonna mess up what I gotta get at home. Like, I think it's a mature, it's a maturation thing. Like, you have to get to a point in your life where like peace in your home means more to you than getting pussy in the street. You just well, gotta. Kevin Hart out here acting like he he had that peace, all that bullshit. He was talking about her being his rib and how they the hearts and all of this shit. Meanwhile, well, again, the he... peace in his house wasn't worth 
leaving the pussy in the street alone, apparently. And then <laughs> well, let, like, give so, me a million dollars, and I will keep this shit under wraps. This nigga said, I will not be exploited. <laughs> like, I will I will blow the roof off all this shit. I, I, I will go to social media. I will tell my friends and family, but I will be damned if I let a hoe get $10 million up out. <laughs> That's basically what he said to the nation. Yes, that was his apology, verbatim, actually. <laughs> so, both of y'all bring up two different points. I agree with both of them. I agree with AC Blow that you can be a person of, of significant moral standing and and act in ways that don't conflict with that. You know what I mean? Everybody make mistakes. I mean, that's a part of being human. We all make mistakes. This ain't, I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I said people. Okay. I ain't say Kevin Hart. <laughs> what challenges Kevin Hart's moral situation is that he did this thing, said he didn't do this thing, until there was evidence that he did this thing, and then he apologized for doing this thing. And his apology wasn't even about doing this thing. His apology was geared towards not being taken advantage of by these hoes. Right. So it's like well, it was a lot of secrecy. It was a lot of deception. And it was a lot of things in there that question a person's morality because apparently your morality wavers when you get into a situation where you got to figure out if you can be a moral person or not. And he's shown through this situation that his morality went out the window before trying to protect himself and his own interests and his finances because he threw his family under the bus. He threw everybody under the bus for just to let the world know, y'all ain't going to fuck me over, hoes. <laughs> yeah. You know, now the next part is that I got into it with my homeboy. And he was like, he always throw the, you know, you ain't married card under there because he married. And he'd be like, you got to understand, it's real hard out here for dudes not to cheat. And I don't cheat on my wife, but you got to understand, all these women are after Kevin Hart and all this. And I said, you act like temptation existing itself made him fuck another bitch. He made a series of decisions. First, he was in the room with this bitch somehow. Second, or in a place with this bitch. And second, he figured out how to get to a place alone with her. Third, they got to that place and questions came up to whether they should have sex or not or it started getting hot and heavy. At some point, they got naked. Like, it was a lot of decisions that he made that men who are married and men who are in committed relationships don't make. If you, the club ain't nowhere to go to just go to dance. Niggas don't be in there to dance. They be going in there to look for women who dancing. So if you married and you got somebody at home, if you ain't at the club with your woman, you know don't go to the club. Right. It ain't a good idea. You know if your ex call you and she real vulnerable and she in a situation and she, you know y'all used to get into it, if you're in a committed relationship, you should not make that decision to go over there. Like, you gotta keep yourself from making the decisions that put you in a position to cheat. Cheating is real. Temptation is real. Yes, that shit is hard. But it's a lot easier when you, if you fucking lock yourself in a room all day, it ain't possible for you to do shit wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's so, true. that's decisions that you gotta make. I hate yeah. niggas. When you I just hear niggas like... Those, yeah, you can't put yourself in those predicaments, you know. And to me, but Kevin, to me this is this is speaking more to Kevin's ego than anything because this nigga already know, like he like one of the biggest stars in the world, right? So you think you can just go to a club, fuck a bitch, walk around naked, and get a FaceTime call and talk to this bitch friends and everything. <laughs> like, you you friends with the bitch friends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 
you think you can do all of that and you think ain't none of them hoes gonna talk because you just the shit to the point where it ain't no way they're gonna exploit you because you Kevin Hart. It it just ain't it's not even smart. Like no. if you don't if you have a character that is lacking in the area of fidelity and decide that you wanna cheat, this nigga wasn't even being smart about the shit. He was just doing <laughs> stuff out in the open. And you can tell like he was doing that for like a long time. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's just like, yeah. and now you want to come out and, and, and put all your business out there on the internet and stuff. You embarrass your friends and family and stuff. And you did all of that just because you didn't want to give the whole $10 million. Like your relationship, your marriage obviously ain't even worth $10 million to you is the way I look at it. Cause he would have yeah. paid it, right? Yeah. Well, and when niggas say, "Oh, it's so hard being married," you don't understand. Don't fucking get married. There is something about this woman that you met that you decided that you were gonna pledge to be monogamous with her for the whole rest of your fucking life. If yeah. you have any doubts about your ability to do that, don't do the shit, nigga. Just stay out here and fuck bitches. Because guess what? Nobody tells you that you can't be out here fucking bitches. If that's what the life that you want to live and you want to be able to like just succumb to all of your temptations, just don't get mad. Don't bring another person into your shit. Don't bring me into your shit. If you're not ready, okay. Does that mean that I'm probably going to move the fuck on and try to find somebody who might be? Yeah, but you don't get to decide for me that this I'm going to go ahead and scoop her up because I don't want somebody else to have her ass. That's fucking selfish. If you're not ready, don't do it. Don't give me that shit about how hard it is to stay faithful and shit. If you're not ready to do that, then don't do it. Because there's no law in that's not here that say you've got to get married. Niggas is cool staying bachelors. Actually, you get to be cool in a bachelor. I would be an old maid if I never got married. There is no reason why men should get married if they don't want to. Nah, just stay out here and fuck bitches. Go to the club, be naked. FaceTime it with hoes, friends. Do that's that. one of my things about marriage, man, because... I don't really care about marriage. It's because people out here treat marriage like you get an achievement unlocked if you goddamn get married. <laughs> yeah. You ain't got to get married. No. It's 60-year-old dudes out here who been fucking and swinging their whole life. <laughs> and they ain't broke no hearts. They ain't cheating on nobody. They ain't had their money, you know, or finances altered because they, you know, done broke their vows. I mean, don't get married. You don't, get you married. don't have to get married. Ain't you nobody don't. out here saying everybody got to get married. No. You know, and the stigma around men not getting married don't even fucking exist. Like women, I get asked all the time, <laughs> family, friend, when when you gonna get married? You know, you getting up there. Like I get that shit all the time. I feel like dudes don't. It's not as much pressure on y'all to get married. So just don't get married. Ain't nobody gonna say shit. You again, you gonna be a swinging bachelor. Like look at that nigga. He ain't no bitch finna tie him down. Like you, you not gonna face any consequences from not getting married. There's no, just don't fucking do it. Just don't do it if you ain't ready. If you want to just fuck a bitch that come up to you and you still want to go out in the clubs and shit, okay, do that. Nobody's telling you that you can't. Just do it. Just don't get married and do it. Yeah, I mean, I agree. But I, I think guys get it get it confused. Like, a lot of guys just think you're supposed to fuck as many bitches as possible. And then, like, when you get tired, basically you get married. <laughs> I, I look at it like you're supposed to have relationships, like monogamous relationships, and figure out, you know, who you really want to be with. You're supposed to, by the time you get married, you should be well-practiced in being in monogamous relationships to where when you enter a marriage, it's not a strain for you to be monogamous. Because you used to you used to being a serial monogamous before you get married. So now it's like, okay, I'm going to marry this woman. 
And I'm just, my lifestyle is such that I know how to just be with one woman, even though I'm tempted to do things outside of my relationship. But I'm, I've been practicing at this for a minute. So I'm cool. But that ain't the way that most guys look at it. You know? That's yeah. how I, you know. But I think today, I mean, I, along with that women liberation movement, I think that women, women trying to test drive men out here before they get married too. Like women ain't trying to get to the get the wedding night, and it's a micro penis in this situation. <laughs> That'd be really sad. <laughs> I said, like, motherfucker, shit look like a triple A battery yeah, out here. That would be really. Sad. I mean, that's that's understandable. That's understandable. You yeah. know, I mean. It's just different, I, and I think it's harder for men to accept that. It's like want, men want to do what they want to want to do, but I think that that you know, in relationships, men who don't want to be in a relationship find a woman that's worth a damn and get in a relationship with her, so she don't fuck with nobody else, but he still go on fucking everybody that he want to do. That shit happened in marriage too. Yeah, like motherfuckers get married because they like I want to lock her down. But I ain't ready to be locked down myself. And I know if I don't lock her down now, she gonna be gone. That's selfish as fuck. You take away my option because you you decided for me that I'm gonna stay with you even though you're not ready to be what I need you to be. That's some bullshit. Like that's bullshit. That's the selfish shit. You're a selfish motherfucker if you out here doing that. If you ain't ready to lock her down, then let somebody else who is have her, nigga. She ain't the last bitch in the world. That ain't fair, and it's not right. Look, let's not act like men's bullshit is new. I mean, we already know the girls is made is made of sugar and spice and everything nice, and we made of fucking snails and puppy dog tails <laughs> and all kind of other fuck shit. No, that ain't new. Don't even get me started. <laughs> they done known that for a long time. Nah, women got that shit. Don't get me started on bitches, nigga. Oh, my God. I just... Oh. Look, no, nah, we ain't got enough time to get into all that. <laughs> we ain't got enough time. But bitches just know. Some bitches ain't shit. I can admit that. But just and I can this. say that just because I this. feel like I'm not an ancient bitch. <laughs> Look, I used to think that only like really rich celebrity people like attract gold diggers for real until they happened to me. And I'm just a <laughs> motherfucker. I was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? I was like, some of these girls... They think you stupid just because they fine. Like, just because they fine, you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to let this hoe come up off of me just because she bad right now. <laughs> no, I still see what you're trying to do. I still see you plotting and, and stuff like that. So it's like, it, it's it's enough blame to go around, man. The point, but the moral of the story is you got to be mature and you got to wait for the person that's right for you. And you have to be the kind of person you want to attract, period. Like, all of this shit is like really simple, I think. But people just they make it hard. They make it complicated because they selfish, you know? Hit him with that Lauren Hill. Hit him with that Lauren Hill goddamn lyric. Oh, is that a Lauren Hill lyric? Yeah. Uh what song is it? I don't know. You try to make it simple. It could exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That look, that song, she was dropping she was dropping jewels in that song. People need to listen to that song. <laughs> Bro, she dropped jewels in that whole album, goddamn. Yeah. That's why she... it's unfortunate that she all kinds of fucked up today. Well, Can't be on fame, time and shit. Her fame is based off really that one fucking album. Like that had to be an amazing album to like skyrocket her to where she at. She ain't never come out with another fucking album. <laughs> yeah, and that she, was it. Did she get pregnant by her side, nigga? And she married. Well, I don't know if she got pregnant by. Her side. I know she married Damian Marley. 
and Marlis. been taking uh, all, having all his kids. The Island niggas. I didn't heard about Island niggas. I don't she fuck married with Rohan niggas. Marley, and then she got pregnant by a guy outside of their marriage, and that's why they got a divorce. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah, so I Damn. don't know what happened to it. I, I like L Boogie. I don't know what happened to L Boogie and, and how she transformed to Miss Island e. Dick. That's what happened to her. Island Dick. Apparently, it drives you crazy. That's what no, fuck, you can't. Uh uh-uh. uh. She's been crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she's been crazy. Like, she uh, she's still crazy. And she ain't even with the, the Damian Marley dude. I mean, Rohan Marley dude no more. Yeah. And she's still crazy. I don't know. But anyway, I digress. I'm not, you know. It's... Talking about crazy bitches and go. Well, I just, this ain't really a gold digging bitch. I don't know what she is. She like, she getting dug, I guess. I don't know. Kylie Jenner is pregnant. Mm-hmm. And she pregnant by Travis Scott, which she went from Tiger to Travis Scott. Like, I don't. I don't see what the big deal is. What do you mean you don't see what the big deal is? What? She got pregnant by an ain't shit ass rapper, like even more ain't shit than Tiger. And I didn't even think that was possible. But wait, you know, Travis, Travis, what's her name? Travis Scott. Yeah, mm-hmm. not he not really ain't an ain't shit rapper though. Like he kind of popping though. Is he? What is it? Like, I don't. What? Like like more so on the production tip though, because he he like oh okay proteges and stuff like. Out of the two of them, who got more money though? You know, I don't know. I don't know about what that. What difference did it make? I just feel like she... <laughs> so, is he better off than Tiger? Would you... I don't know. I don't know. I would, I, would think, I would think so. I mean, if he if he real cool with Kanye like that, if he like Kanye's protege, then... I mean, that's pretty good company to be in. Musically, anyway. I guess. I don't know, man. I. It ain't no big deal to me. I mean... At a certain point, money stops being a factor. Kylie Jenner got all the money she needs. It don't matter if she dated eight shit dudes. She always gonna have money. Well, she ain't just dating the eight shit dude. She had a baby. All of that. Anything that would anything that would happen. Like any decision. Any decision she make with an eight shit person, it don't matter. She rich. Yeah, I guess. I just I'm tired of all of these kids being brought into this fuck ass family. That's my thing. Yep. You can you imagine Kylie Jenner being your mama? Like this, she gonna be somebody's mom. This twenty year old who then went and got shit put in her ass and her lips is gonna be somebody's mama. Like listen, and the average twenty year old is not mature enough to have a baby. She most definitely is not. Listen, baby. we can go to Inslee and find this shit all goddamn day. We can go to Centerpoint and find this shit all like goddamn day. At it. least. These motherfuckers have the wealth to let people who know what they doing take care of their kids. But they <laughs> you know don't. What I'm saying? Like, look at, look at, okay, North, North. If you West. think North and, and Saint don't got a maid sitting in that do, bitch doing eighty percent of that, but they also North also has a mama that's dressing her like a thot. Like I'm saying, the the psychological shit. Yeah, they got money, but them kids gonna be fucked up just like the kid. Maybe worse than the kids in Ansley. And but like at least that's like a situ like a. a the circumstantial, like they they've just born into this continuation of these hoes is just the psychological shit that's gonna be done to these kids is gonna be far worse. Yeah, they're gonna have money, yeah, they're gonna be nannies, but like Kim Kardashian is your mama, Kylie Jenner is your mama, your mama out here with her ass splattered every like well and dressing you like a little mini version of her. We not gonna know until about fifteen years down the line. Well yeah. when we see these kids being grown and doing what they doing. They might be some motherfucking scholars and balling out here. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you we don't know how their parenting is. 
We don't know how their parenting is. You see them dressed like a goddamn little crazy ass fight. She might be dressed like a fight at the, at the table doing her English work, goddamn. Nigga, do you really <laughs> believe that? Do you believe that that's what's really going on? I believe what's important in those kids' lives is what's important in the lives of the maids or the, or the, or the supervisors the or the people watching them. Yes. Not what Kanye uh, and Kim and Kylie and all them motherfuckers represent. We're going to have to see what them kids look like at a certain point. Some well, kids like, are tenacious enough to be able to be successful and be worth a damn without their parents being there. But it ain't just the parents. They whole fucking family's fucked up. Like, it ain't just the parents. They Like, who are they going to go to in this family? Like, they're all hoes and fucked up. Every single one of them. It ain't even like they're going to have an aunt or an uncle that might take in, like, might take them under their wing and, like, help them. Or, they don't have that. They surrounded by fuckery. I feel like that's 60% of families out here. They just rich. It don't make it okay. And I'm this, just saying. This, I have to look at this because it's thrown in my face all the guys. Think about all the fuckery that happened in your family if there was any. Would being rich have helped the situation? No. Would it have hurt it anymore? Maybe. It could have been worse. You and you I mean, it money, always you it had, always could have been worse. When you have money that gives that opens doors that it wouldn't be able to open if you didn't have money. not having money open fucking doors and put a quicksand down that it wouldn't be there if you had money. Like I, this is a circular dialogue. No, we, that, because there these kids fifteen for, look at Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore is a perfect example of this. Drew Barrymore's mom and dad had money. Drew Barrymore was a, a drug addict and an alcoholic at the age of thirteen. Already. Because she had that means and the access to these things. Like, having money can make it a lot worse and not better. Like, they will have access to a whole lot more shit that kids in Inslee and, and, and Bethlehem might not have because but, they ain't got the money to but do But we can shit. also tell a story about a kid that, you know, because they don't have money, got removed from their home, couldn't afford a lawyer, ended up in a group home, sexually abused three times down, and now they're a prostitute. I mean, we can, because they didn't have money. Because if they would have had a lawyer... If they could have afforded to get out of the system, they could have been out of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, what I'm saying, this is circular but dialogue. But money only works if it's used for the betterment of the child. Just having money does not automatically, like, fix shit. Because you talking about nannies and maids and shit, nannies and maids and shit might be better. Just don't make it automatically better. Like, if you're not doing any... I because mean, it's rich families out there, and it's, it's kids in rich families with a whole fucked up family that turn out okay because they get the and fuck on. kids poor and end up that that get scholarships or make it out of the hood and they do better. Like, it, it absolutely is possible on either side of the thing. What I'm saying is I still feel sorry for a child that has to grow up with a mom who's already well-known in her 20s as a thought. Child ain't even got here yet. Imagine by the time that kid becomes 14 or 15 years old, what shit gonna be like. Because... Nothing in Kylie's history makes me think that she gonna I'll wake up one day and just become better. And nothing in her family hit. Like, look at what she's surrounded by. Like, everything that she uh, does is egged on by her, her madam-ass mama. I mean, in this entire dialogue, I mean, I think that you both might be missing, you know, the, the main question, which is... Oh, God. Why do rappers continue to stick their dicks in these build-the-bitches? <laughs> <laughs> They synthetic as hell. Like I, yeah, I they don't understand. Are. Like, but they just like the idea of being with a, a Kardashian. Like I don't know. It's like a I don't know if it's a status thing. I don't I know. Mean, Y'all explain to me because I don't get niggas. And I, I mean, don't to me, it make all the sense. Niggas. It make all the sense to me because I know I know niggas running trains on crackheads. Oh God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, it's niggas who done put their dick in worse stuff on purpose. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But okay, so my issue with that is niggas that's running trains on crackheads are usually doing that because they don't have access to better necessarily. Like I this is the same thing that I had with like these women that that date like for like you all these niggas you had access to and this who you chose. All these women that you have access to and you decided to fuck a Jenner or a Kardashian, like it ain't like they didn't have Travis Scott ain't had access to other bitches, like cause he did. He made a decision to choose that. Well, you and know what? He, he got access to women y'all will never have access to. I think it has a lot to do with like dudes. It's like this new phenomenon since like all of these like um, Amber Roses and Kim Kardashians started being popular. It seems like guys associate some kind of status with being able to sleep with these women. Like, and I think it just happens like on, on a regular level, like, because, okay, for instance, it's somebody that's close to me that. He was basically bragging to me that he slept with uh, Lil Scrappy's baby mama. And I was like, nigga, why? <laughs> I mean, did that, does that make you more of a valuable individual because you fucked <laughs> Lil Scrappy's baby mama? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, I think that, but I think that's what it is with these Kardashians because everybody is connected to them. I think Blake Griffin is dating, um, Chloe now, like he he he's a he play he's a basketball. What? No, no, yeah. he's not. Don't you say that. No, he been seen not on the Blake. beach with her and stuff and hanging out with her. Fuck. Like the NBA loves these hoes. So I really hate that because I like Blake. Thing. Poor Blake. Yeah. And he's Chloe ain't even cute, man. At the end of the day, like if you gonna fuck a Kardashian, don't be Chloe. <laughs> don't let it be Chloe. I like, mean, she didn't done some work on herself. Well, the thing is, I men have created that monster as it pertains to women because it starts off with porn stars you know cherokee beauty i don't know but women who have big natural asses it seems and people trying to emulate that shit because porn stars do walkthroughs at clubs all the time and they at strip clubs all the time and they've created a situation where women are trying to get that level of attention and it, it it turned into men giving women who have those assets more attention to other ones, other ones to make them want those things. So like the Kim Kardashian plugging her ass with unnatural shit, and all the women, the Black Chinas, everybody who do that shit, is because men give them an audience. All the Instagram women that have asses like that, go look at how many views and comments and shit they got. Yeah, you know, it it just continues to cater to the idea that if they do that, they're gonna get more. So dudes like that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't like that unnatural shit. I'm putting shit in my ass. Not gonna you know, fuck but that shit. men out there love that shit. Cherokee yeah, don't even look good to me. Like she looked like a whole big human full of cellulite. <laughs> yeah, but when I she mean, put on some workout pants and a shirt, then ooh, niggas yeah. be going wild. I mean, Cardi B don't. Everybody going crazy over Cardi B. I don't. I think Cardi B is funny, but I mean, I'm not just like drooling over her like that because I know her body fake. Because I heard her in an interview, she was like, you know, I got fixer flack injected in my ass and, you know, I could really die at any moment. It can hit my bloodstream. <laughs> uh, and I was like, are you serious? Like she, was saying, she was saying this shit like she knew that what she did put her life in danger, but it's like she can't do nothing about it now, so she just like kind of riding it out. And I'm like, if that is that what women 
some women have reduced themselves to. I'm glad like, you put that thumb in there because I ain't doing that bullshit. I'm not putting yeah. shit in my body. It is what it is. You get what God gave me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, nothing, that's nothing more. It's insane, man. She's so hood, man. She, she is. So hood. She annoys me. She too airs to all that. Eh, I can't stand that shit. Like, you know, her hood. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> And, and you asked her, she named the song Bodak Yellow because the way that she explained it was because the the flow in the song is the way Kodak Black did a uh, a flow in one of his old songs. She used his same flow. So she just put a B on it and called it Bodak and she put yellow because she yellow. <laughs> that That's the reason she named it Bodak Yellow. And I like the song. I'm mad at myself. Oh, I like dude. the song too. That's <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Why am I listening to this shit on repeat a couple of times? Damn. I mean, oh it's, a, it's a I, good song. She ain't really talking about shit, but like, I like her no. flow. I like her delivery. You know, some of her lyrics is funny. Um, <laughs> but the thing about it is, she hot now. I'm waiting for an album to come out. I need to see if this is a fluke. I believe it's a fluke. It we'll is see. a fluke. I think it's a fluke. <laughs> I don't think that she gonna like... I think she capitalizing off of this song because she know that's what she need to do. Like, cause everybody's like, she need to, you know, she need to put out some other. No, I think she doing what she know she needs. She riding the shit out of this one song. I don't yep. think she's smart enough. I don't think she's smart enough to be successful. Yeah, I can't. I mean, that ain't to say that stupid folks can't be successful, but no, she openly stupid. <laughs> yeah, she she's like stupid on purpose. But I think the people back in her kind of kind of get it because I heard them saying I think they about to drop another single soon and, and try to put her album out like the top of next year or like the end of this year or something like that. The top by then ain't nobody gonna give a fuck. No I'm more. just saying like, it's somebody sitting at a round table saying first off she was on one of these fucking hip hop shows. Second off she light skinned and hood as hell. Third yep. off she kind of funny. We can capitalize off of this motherfucker. She'll make ten percent of what we make. But we can we can we can get it. They might <laughs> yep. be doing that, and that might actually work. It might get so get a bunch of ghost writers, cause she like she is definitely riding the wave. Every interview she just talking about that song. Yeah, because that's all she got. <laughs> yeah. But even dudes who only have even like artists who only have certain songs out, they be talking about their projects in oh, the future yeah. and what they working on. She, she have she yet to say that she got some hot shit coming. Cause she knows she don't. <laughs> Well, let me tell you something about Cardi B. She's simple. She don't know what's going on. She, like you said, some people <laughs> got behind her and they told her that she should rap and they got ghostwriters for her and they showing her how to deliver her verses. She ain't got no talent. She's not an artist. She can't write. So she don't have no thoughts in her mind as to how she want her project to sound. She's just a puppet for niggas behind the scene right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I agree. And, but yeah. people eating it up. And so I, Matter of fact, I was talking to my brother and we was talking about Cardi B. Now he was like, Man, I wish I was her manager. Cause I would I, I would I wouldn't know who to put her on the song with. Like it for me, it would he he was basically like for him, it would not be about her putting out actual quality work. It was it, it's about <laughs> whatever sound is popular at the moment and getting features with whoever's popular at the moment and exploiting Cardi B. It ain't about being on no real artist shit. And I feel like the people that's behind her, that's what they own. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and it probably will work because the masses are fickle and they're going to gravitate towards whatever they perceive to be popular. 
even if it don't sound good. And this song actually sounds good. So she kind of working with something. <laughs> she I'm, may win. She may win. I'm laughing to myself because so I, you I don't think like we the song, about, Huh? You don't like the song? Bodak Yellow, I mean, it's okay. It's listenable. Like, it ain't nothing that I would, like, seek out. But when it comes on, I don't, like, change it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's all right. Like, I hate how simple <laughs> shit is in there. Like, that, I don't know. Yep. Is this shit there? I would say it make me feel like I could rap, but it's I'm like, too smart. I'm it's like her. very cat in the hat type shit. Too smart like, to rap simple like that. <laughs> it's just simple. It's cat in the hat shit. It is. Um, yeah. I'm laughing because I, I need to get these Kanye jokes out because so I can laugh at them audibly. Oh. Um, so let's talk about Kanye and his weight gain and how the internet ain't shit. Mm. So fuck it. Like, they, so he was trending with this picture because he obviously didn't put on some pounds. And so they were taking his album titles and like turning them into like shit about his weight. So it's like 808s and juicy steaks. My beautiful dark twisted frappuccino. Mm. No more Hardies in LA. Late reservations. Damn. Food music. Ooh, I like that one. <laughs> um, Father stretch my pants. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, just a I'm lot not, of. Uh, I'm not gonna fat shame Kanye because. <laughs> Because what I'm looking at, he kind of got some boobs going on. Like he look a little fat to me. I it looks fat. I don't. I don't know how you define fat, but in my definition of fat, he is that. Then you are fat shaming Kanye. I mean, you know. I'm, oh, so you not gonna call it fat? So it ain't fat. Shaming. You calling it fat? So you fat shaming it? But I'm saying. Oh so, yeah, exactly, so exactly. I wanna go. He ain't fat, so it ain't fat shaming if you talk shit about him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just say that he's gained a significant amount of weight. Let's say that. Okay. I mean, look, I didn't. I put on about thirty pounds and gone up like two sizes. So I feel the weight gain now. On the 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 difference between me and Kanye is that my weight has been put in places that I'm okay with. So I'm not. So like some people notice it, some people don't. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm okay with it. But Kanye weight like. Got a whole chipmunk thing going on. Well, I just think that he's still in the sunken place. He <laughs> eating Cheetos, and he Damn. just kind of, he kind of, he kind of, he just he's stressed because he married to Kim Kardashian. They got two. Their kids is probably off the chain. You know, they got another one on the way via surrogate because she wouldn't oh, have a she. What? She so got they got a surrogate that's pregnant currently. I don't know how far along the surrogate is. They better have another kid. But Kim said the doctor told her she didn't need to get pregnant again. I think she just didn't want her body to go through that again. But they got a third kid on the way. Like Wow. Okay. By via surrogate. Then, so. I thought I heard he's supposed to be sitting down with Jay Z. They're supposed to be discussing the thirty five million that Jay Z owes him because of him putting his album on title and stuff like that. Yeah. So he got a lot going on. But I just I won't fat shame Kanye. I still think it's hope for Kanye. I still have hope that he huh. back to the days of college dropout Kanye. 
well, if had, anybody can, has the means and the ability to lose weight, it's Kanye. With like, when he get ready to lose this weight, he will. Like, it ain't like it's gonna be a struggle for him. I think. I think people just shocked. Like, he's so plump. Like, he's just people didn't start hating Flat Luther because he was fat. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kanye gonna be Kanye, even people if he's fat. Hate- Luther started out fat, then got small. Like people was used to him being fat. He started his career out fat. Well, they they, they didn't make it didn't make a difference that he had even different size when he was putting out quality work. I mean, people still talking I shit mean, about. Kanye, was sad. Luther Vandross had AIDS because he lost that weight. What are you talking? About? You what songs was he put out when he was skinny versus when he was fat? But I bet they were still playing them shits what? on the radio. They still gonna play Kanye music. They just talking shit about his weight. Like them talking shit about his weight don't mean they ain't gonna support his music. They just doing what they do, which is talking shit. About That's his why weight. it don't make no difference to me. You gonna be fat. You gonna be skinny. Just do what you want to do, Kanye. They talk about Eat every some fat ass steaks. That gain weight, like fucking Lauren London. They was fat shaming the shit out of her because she's fluffy now. After she had that baby with um Nipsey Hussle. Oh, she got a baby with Nipsey. All right, Nipsey. Yeah. Bro, she got she, she got one with Wayne and one with Nip. She got cash crop babies. Can <laughs> you give me a? Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. Do some hood shit and um and my girlfriend finna go to Chipotle. I'm finna tell her what I want. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> give me a uh, a chicken bowl with uh with everything on it except for the um guacamole and. And get the regular salsa. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. My bad, y'all. You can you take that <laughs> of the podcast? Hello. If she <laughs> wants to, take it off. No, nah, we leaving that shit on now. <laughs> what? Oh man. We leaving that. We talking about Kanye being fat and then you order a chicken bowl for <laughs> like I'm leaving it. It's staying, nigga. <laughs> And uh, just the mild salsa. No, you still killed. talking about that. Yeah, we leaving it. It's staying. You get street cred for Chipotle, man. People love Chipotle. Chipotle, Chipotle. is dope. But I didn't mean to say Well, like Kanye been partaking in Chipotle, too. Yeah, well, look. Kanye going to lose the weight. You know, he just going through a tough time right now. He finna get his mind back. Because he finna sit down with Jay-Z. They going to squash all of their beefs. And it's, it's going to be cool. He pretty, yeah, I, mean, I think it's just surprising because for me, Kanye's such a narcissist. Like, I don't know. I, I seeing him like heavy like this is just like, oh. Okay. I don't think that, I don't think narcissism makes a person change their opinion about themselves if they gain weight. I think he probably saying, I look better than I ever looked before. No, but I'm saying, I'm sure that it, it the narcissism is, he not, I, he, I, I can't imagine that he ain't gonna say nothing about niggas saying something about his weight. Like I don't think it's gonna make him feel differently about this stuff. Been saying shit about Kanye since he said George Bush don't like black people. Well, not black folks. Black people was with that. (laughs) (laughs) Black folks was with him saying that George Bush didn't like black people. Black folks been talking mad shit about this homeless line he got and these five hundred dollar Yeezys he got going around. Like, and yet they buying them though. Which don't make no fucking All sense. of this bullshit that he put out, it looked like motherfucking muskrats and ate through these shirts and shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're still buying them. I don't, I don't understand his clothing line. I ain't never understood his clothing line. I would never part. I can make the shit myself. You know how many pair of joggers I got that I done had for too long got holes in it? Am I a fashion icon now? <laughs> I walk around with my holy shit on? like. Put that shit like out. 
Um, so since we're talking about Kanye West, let's talk about the sorority girls that, that took a snap for Instagram video and they were singing gold diggers. And you know, it got to the point where I ain't saying she a gold digger and they all hype. And then it get to that part where I ain't fucking with no broke. Every black person freeze at that moment. All of them said niggas. Like, oh, Why they couldn't girl. do the edited version? I, had, <laughs> I ain't messing with no broke, broke. That's all they had to do. You ain't have to say nigga. But Pierce Morgan came out and was like, if you want to know why these girls are saying nigga, y'all need to blame Kanye West and the rap artists that put this shit in their music. Them girls said nigga because they wanted to say nigga, Pierce. So how do we feel about, how do we feel about the N-word? I said nigga all these times and then said the N-word. How do we feel about nigga? <laughs> Okay, well, well, and is there wait. a difference between nigga and nigger? There's definitely a difference between nigger because no black person ever has walked around and say nigger. We don't put the I'm sure Ben now. Carson and Drummond I, I don't count him as black no more. So, Steve I mean, I'm Harvey. Not, not counting any of those people. <laughs> they don't count in my mind. I, here's the thing. And this is what I ain't never understood about white people in this, this desire to be able to say nigger or nigga whatever like you know where the word came from like why are you so pressed i've said this on the show before gay people that i don't say the f word i didn't heard gay people refer to themselves as the f word and they cool with it i don't say to myself well they're saying it why can't i say it i'm not gay so i don't say the shit and i don't get offended and i don't feel no kind of way because they use it and i can't it's a word like i don't give a fuck it don't bother me so i've never understood it why white people so pressed about it? All the shit, all this white privilege you got, and you this one word do not being able to say just kill a fuck. If y'all wanna say it, we're good to go for it. Okay. Well, as it pertains to whether or not rappers should use the N-word in their lyrics, I think that they should. I'm tired of white people telling us how we need to behave within our community. Like hip hop was created as an art form for black people people of color. I mean, it, it, it wasn't created to appease white people. It's, that's the way that we talk to each other. We have a certain understanding with the way that we address each other with that word. And it's cool. It's, it's cool amongst us. So it wasn't meant for you to say in the first place. Like, this cultural appropriation with white people like really gets under my skin because I mean, not, not only are you guys exploiting the art form, but then you're trying to tell artists how to create their art you know like it wasn't intended for you you could be a spectator but this isn't this isn't for you like i'm not saying white people can't make hip-hop because eminem is good at what he does but he only take it so far macklemore is good at what he does but he only take it so far i think like lord jamar said white people are guests within the house of hip-hop and they just need to realize that. And people that white people that listen to hip hop need to be um, cognizant of the fact that this is a, a, a culture that they are spectating, and they need to just be sensitive to the fact that okay, the people that created this culture, that's the way they address each other. I'm not going to be so presumptuous in that. Oh, I'm just going to adopt all of this. Like I'm a, I'm gonna use all of the lingo. I'm gonna use all of the slang. I'm gonna dress like them. I'm gonna do all of this kind of stuff. You take out other people's culture and you don't have no respect for it. That's that's how I feel when white people say stuff like, oh, well, you say it in your lyrics, so why can't I say it? This music wasn't intended for you. It just wasn't. 
you you are the spectators and you need to respect the culture. And that's something that I think white people in general don't do. They don't respect nobody culture but they own. So you can't I don't even them. know that they have cults. I feel like all of their shit is stolen. All of their shit is stolen. All of their shit is stolen. So I ain't really, and, and Pierce Morgan talking about, is it a difference between nigger and nigga? It's the same word. It's a tomato, tomato type of situation. The same word. It's the same meaning. It has different connotations based on the way you say it and who you are. And white people just got to accept that. If you white and you call me a nigga, I'm punching you in the fucking face. Period. <laughs> you know, it's what it is. You just got to deal with that. You're privileged in every other aspect of life. So just eat that, you know? So what do you do if you're uh, walking down the sidewalk or, or you're on a bus and a person next to you don't call you a nigga, but they sing a Kanye West, you know, song, and they be like, but I ain't messing with no broke nigga. What, what's the step you make now? No, I, I will say something to that person. I'll be like, look, don't say that around me. Don't give a fuck what you say in your car. But because that tells me, to me, that tells me that you don't respect me enough. You don't respect me at all. You're just going to say that in front of me. And, and, and think that it's cool. that Most of the time, white people that I'm around, if that come on, they look at me. And just, they don't say it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't, they don't do it. Well, I don't know how much y'all get access to stuff like this, but working on the juvenile court team um, for the county that I work in, and we confiscate the cell phones most of the time and most of the kids in these programs are white kids in the county that I live in. Mm -hmm. They use nigga liberally. Like they use it a lot. Like it's a part of their vernacular. Like they use nigga. Well and okay, so here's the thing and this what I I don't know if y'all knew that young kid like 13, 14, 15, 16, that's what they doing. The difference is though is that black kids that age a lot a lot of them like let they friends say it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what I have to tell white people. Okay, the, if you, if the group of black people you hang out with let you say nigga, okay, cool, whatever. I that's dumb. But do not think they speak for the race as a whole. Don't get out here and get your ass whooped and be like, well, my friends let me say no. That's not how it works. That is not across the board. So I think no. a lot of the younger kids are okay with it because their friends are okay with it, and they black friends don't check them or don't say nothing to them about it so for them it's fine because they nobody's telling them that it's not okay for them to say it so the way i look at it from a white person's perspective is if somebody walked into your house you know and you invited them you know and you said make yourself at home can you hear can yeah. you hear us Gerard? I yeah I hear. you're gonna have to cut this out anyway yeah, I hear you. Five minutes in the new one. Can you hear us? Yeah, I hear y'all. Can't hear you because they can me the remote. Oh, shoot. I don't know what that happened. Y'all can't hear me? Oh, it, it was one sense or nothing. Hello? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it, it, it wasn't detecting no signal. My TV cut off because it wasn't detecting no signal for some time. We haven't pressed nothing. Oh, okay. Um... Fuck was I saying? You were saying if white people, if you tell white people to come in your house oh, and make it at home? If, uh, as it pertains to, I'm going to tell you my perspective as it pertains to uh, the perspective of white people from, from how I look at it. If somebody came into your house, you invited them to your house, um, 
and you said make yourself at home, you really don't expect them to move your furniture and shit. You know, you kind of expect them to just live in how you got your shit set up. Now, imagine you go to get a, a mug, your favorite mug, and they tell you, don't use that mug in your house. Right. I think that's what I think white people believe that this is their America. And we sit here telling them in what they believe is their America that they can't do something. Like white men, white wealthy men can do what the fuck they want to do in this country. You know, a white wealthy man can become a goddamn woman and win the woman of the year if he want to. <laughs> like white men can do what they want to. And so I think that that moves over into the dialogue about them saying the N-word. Like we are telling them they can't say that shit, but they can do what they want to do and they're going to do what they want to do which represents the backlash because it turns into, well, if we can't say it, nobody should say it then. Y'all can't say it then. And now because y'all say it in rap and because y'all say it to each other, this is why all these white kids are saying it. It ain't got nothing. They don't talk about personal accountability nope. and they don't talk about them kids making the decisions. They always divert the problem being at the black people who, who are involved in the situation. Right, because we, like, we are the source of all our oppression. Uh, let a lot of them sell it. You know what I'm saying? And and I mean, okay, so you, you, you made the point that, you know, white men, white people in general feel like they can do what they want to do. And, and and that's true. So they, they feel like they can exploit the music and tell you what you can and, and censor you and censor your art. Exploit your art and censor your art at the same time. You know, and you know that it's just not right, and 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 that that goes, and it's not just music; it's every aspect of life. Like with this Donald Trump situation, where he's saying that um, Colin Ka Kaepernick is a son of a bitch, basically for protesting, or he should be fired, and all this kind of stuff. Get that son so, of a bitch! Get that son of a bitch off the field, or whatever it was he said. You're fired. Yeah. So he he wants to he. This nation oppresses black people and then tells them that they can't protest their oppression. <laughs> <laughs> like, how fucked up is that for you to tell somebody? So, you know, Colin isn't doing, he's not harming anybody. He's not disrespecting the country. He's, he's, he's desecrating a symbol that is supposed to mean freedom, is supposed to mean equality, but he's desecrating that symbol and not respecting that symbol because it's not living up to what it says it symbolizes. That's a criticism of the country. Who gives a fuck about the symbol? I'm, he's, he's protesting the way that the structure of this country is laid out. But nobody seems to be getting that. White people don't seem to be getting that. They, ha they have this, this flag is so sacred to a lot of these white people that they don't even give a fuck about what the cause is about. You just ain't gonna respect, you just not gonna disrespect this flag that we hold so dear. It ain't even, I don't even think it's about the flag. I think it's about white people ain't trying to hear black people issues. It don't matter how we protest any issue that we have that they don't believe exists. They're going to find a reason to avert to something else. Like black lives matter. Well, because, all lives matter. Blue lives matter. Because ain't nobody with Trump. Motherfuckers always criticizing Trump for the shit that he say. And a white person will come out and defend how people talked about what what how he said what he said, but they don't talk about the context of what what it meant. They don't want to. 
they're going to find a reason. The reason that All Lives Matter came about is because they didn't want to talk about what Black Lives Matter represented. They just wanted to come up with some alternative facts that created a dialogue that they can divert to. Well, All Lives Matter. And it's the same way with the flag. They ain't trying to give a fuck what Colin Kaepernick protesting about. They trying to find a way not to talk about it. So they're going to say, well, he disrespecting the flag. And they keep saying, well, this is not the way to do it. It don't fucking matter how we do it. What they want us to do is go into a church on Sunday, every black person, and protest our issues to each other and come <laughs> back out into the world and not say a goddamn thing to them because they don't want to talk about it. Because they don't believe the shit even exists. Right. Like, that's the issue in America. If they have yet to acknowledge that this is a situation. And the white people who are acknowledging it are 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 not always in positions to do anything about it. And if they are in a position to do anything about it, these motherfuckers ain't taking the Colin Kaepernick route. They ain't out here willing to lose everything they have to gain yeah. by doing that shit. No. Because why they why they fight for somebody else? You know what I'm saying? I I mean yeah. I yeah. don't know. I mean, it's, 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 it's a sad state of affairs, man. It really is, because this man is being um, villainized because he is standing up for people that have been disenfranchised in this country. And it's just it's it's a situation to where it just shows you how ugly like that just that the, 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 the core of this country is like, you know. I'm 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 not proud to be an American like. I've been here yeah. my whole life, but I'm not proud of what this country has become at all. Like I'm not, I'm not patriotic at all. I could give a fuck about the flag. You know, at this point, the way that I look at the world is basically like, I just need to take care of me and mine because my nation does not give a fuck about me. And I think a lot of black people are feeling that now. And it's, it's kind of a shock because I think when, when Obama got elected, you know, we thought we was making like a, a lot of progress. Like I remember the night he was inaugurated, I was sitting there like, wow, man, this is kind of surreal. Like maybe the nation is getting over this racist bullshit and we're making strides at least to be better, right? And then time went on and you were like, wow, really we haven't made any progress. We're taking steps backwards and the powers that be in this country seem to be okay with that. We have a president of the United States that is a bigoted racist openly and and basically emboldened he is emboldened like all the 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 the, the lowest common denominator of this country and he's he's basically making people of color fearful in this country and you know and, and no good is going to come from that like i feel like the leader of uh, of our country should kind of be like he should kind of he should kind of be soothing um, people's minds a little bit and and not fueling the fire. And it seems like he just hell bent on fueling the fire in whatever aspect. He don't give a fuck who he attacks, whether it's Jamel Hill, whether it's Colin Kaepernick, whether it's people peacefully protesting neo-Nazis and KKK members. He don't give a fuck. And so when you have somebody that's at the top of the um, governmental structure in this country that has that kind of mindset, that shit permeates throughout the whole fucking country. And so, and, and that's where we at right now. And it's unfortunate. Well, we often get blown to shit by North Korea anyway. You know what? I would say that Donald Trump do give a fuck about the people that he, he go after and talk shit about because 
all of them are coincidentally black. When you talk about Jamel Hill, he ain't went after no white person like that. He ain't went after no white person like he don't went after Colin Kaepernick. He ain't went after no white person like uh, he went after the first dude that left his diversity team, which was a black dude. Mm-hmm. He hadn't went after nobody white about shit. You know well, what I'm saying? That's justified. He going after people for making tweets. He went Steph Curry. He mad at Steph Curry right Steph now. Steph Curry in an interview said that he wasn't interested in going to the White House. And Donald Trump tweeted out, well, you know, Steph Curry don't want to come to the White House. The whole team uninvited. Like, he be going after black people like a motherfucker. And LeBron James called him a bum on, on, his, on his status. So he been in the news all day because he always be trying to stay away from that political shit. Right. You know, and what's hypothesized is that this shit finna bring a lot more people out because now he going after athletes. These motherfuckers saying, you know, y'all are, y'all are athletes. Y'all ain't got no room in politics. But there's been a strong overlap in politics for a long time. Muhammad Ali got there and said, I ain't going to no goddamn war for no white man because ain't no Vietnamese ever called me a nigga. Right. And he came back at his death. He was a national hero. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on right now? And people are trying to invalidate these athletes' opinions because, not because they're not invalid, it's because they don't want to hear the message that these athletes are putting out. It's that same shit. They're going to find a way. If a mother, if all these athletes come out and say oppression, Everybody white who don't agree with it gonna come out and say, "Uh, well, y'all athletes, y'all y'all ain't got no business in politics." It's because they always gonna find an excuse and a reason to not have this conversation because they don't want to have it. Of the ones, uh, uh, of the ones who don't believe in it, don't want to have it, and the ones who do believe in it, are they really even really willing to risk everything it takes for that? You know, yeah, they shot you in the head. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, like, if. If a white person who who says Black Lives Matter had a gun in their head and somebody asked do Black Lives Matter if they would say yes or no. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you willing to put it all on the line for what you believe in or not? You know, and that ain't just the white people because there's some black people who who would coon out here if somebody put a gun <laughs> in their head and said, you know, do do all lives matter or not. You know what I'm saying? But it's just hard to gauge because the bad white people are so bad, it's hard in a lot of instances to to believe that there are decent white people out here that's willing to make that sacrifice and that risk. Yeah, it is. I, and, you know, I, I assume that most white people not going to take that risk. I'm not expecting them to. I'm expecting all of them to. Okay, I was having this conversation with my girlfriend, and she thinks that I'm a little bit extreme with this, but I assume that all white people I meet are racist. And that's not, that's simply because it's a defense mechanism at this point in my life. Because, you know, I don't been in a lot of situations where, you know, you talk to white people and they seem pretty cool. You seem, they seem pretty friendly and stuff. And then all of a sudden they'll just do some shit out the blue. You'd be like, damn, I thought we was cool. So I'm assuming the worst of every white people, white person that comes into my circle, I'm always gonna be cordial and respectful, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of keeping you at a, a, a arm's length because I don't know I don't know you, and my experience has told me that y'all gonna come out the bag and do some fuck shit to me at some point. Now I'm not saying that a white person cannot prove themselves to be like trustworthy. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you entering my life at a deficit just because of what I've been through and you just going to have to accept that or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's fair. You know, I think Well, 
I mean, yeah, to your point, saying that I assume upon meeting them that all white people are racist is different than saying I believe all white people are racist. You know? Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. that would be very extreme. Yours <laughs> is just, like, reactionary to your experiences. Right, and it's not it's not me treating them differently because I'm always going to be cordial and respectful because that's the way I want to be treated. But, you know, I just think that's a precaution that all of us got to take now. We can't really afford to be sleep when it comes to these, a lot, these, these people a lot of times. You know, God bless the yeah. white people that's good, sympathetic people to, you know, empathetic people to what's going on with black people. I mean, I, I appreciate it, but that has to be proven. I, I, I'm over giving anybody the benefit of the doubt, you know. And I don't mean to get real heavy into this, but it's something that's been weighing on my mind. Probably a lot of black people, a lot of people of color. Like, this is like a a real dire situation, I feel, you know. And the president, I mean, Trump hasn't been president for a year yet. And look at all of the civil unrest that's going on. Like, it's it's, it's fucking crazy. And it's kind of, it's scary, you know. So I just just hope something changes soon, man. I really do. Well, Speaking of precautionary measures, let's get this gun shit out the way, please. Can we do that? <laughs> so okay. AC has an issue with me. All right. So I, I have this Jamaican. Y'all done heard about it if you've been listening to the show. Bro, 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 bro. <laughs> <laughs> There's this Jamaican nigga in my building that's kind of doing some stalker type shit. I've also had like an African. It's been a couple of, of people that have been like pressing me i guess is what how i would say like and, and bothering me and so ac has an issue with me not owning a gun despite these things going on yes i do um i am uh 100 um an advocate for the second amendment and i think that red needs to purchase a firearm because she always be talking about she got stalkers i just don't understand how you worried about stalkers and then you have no way of defending yourself. Like I, I So just... here's the problem. Here, here's the problem with your solution. Okay. What you have to understand is right, this is when I'm out walking my dog. So what this will mean is that every one is crazy. So I'm outside like six, seven to walk around like strapped up in my house. Like that's crazy. I'm what? at home. I should be able to walk outside and not have to be strapped up. You should be, but you don't have that luxury because niggas is stalking you. So you need to have a gun on you. Like, what the fuck man? True. You know what? Don't don't do true because y'all niggas, you and fucking Cole. I won't say Sugar. Sugar was it? He been kind of silent on the issue. But y'all niggas think this nigga got a, a machete and shit. And so y'all ain't even wanting to help. Like I feel like if he saw me with somebody, because one of the things that he said to me was. You know, you told me, you told me you have, you have a boyfriend, but I never see you with anyone. Like, he told me that. Because he's been watching me, apparently, and I'm by my fucking self all the time. So, I was like, you know what, if I had one of them come over, and he, like, see them over my, you know, walking, me walking the dogs or whatever. Like, maybe he'll be like, okay, she do have a nigga. Like, and I don't know when the nigga gonna be there, so maybe I need to, like, sit the fuck down. So, on point's problem with this is that he came over once. And the nigga wasn't there. I don't know this nigga's schedule. Oh, wait a minute. You didn't lay out all of the parameters when this started. You didn't say, I need somebody to consistently come over here so that we can be seen together so that he knows. I thought it was going to be a one-day no. show. 
because you I know, don't know when the nigga gonna be like when I left to come over here to record this show. The nigga pulled up, and I was like, "Fuck, cause what he do? If he pull up and he see that I'm already out with the dog, he will stand by his fucking car and like wait for me." Cause I have to, cause he he lives like close to me, so like where he parks is like in front of my building, so like I have to walk back past him to get back in the house. So he'll just stand out there fucking wait for me to walk back by. Right. Listen, what I'm saying is, if I if I wanted you to come over here and see if my dog my neighbor's dog was the one that was shitting around and they weren't cleaning <laughs> it up, if I wanted you to do that, I wouldn't tell you just come over randomly and maybe you'll see him. I'm going to start trying to figure out when them animals be walking by so that I can be like, oh shit, what time is it? Let me check this time tomorrow to see what's going on. Your ass got to be Inspector Gadget out here with this shit. No, you got to be Penny. You got to be Penny and the little dog. Don't be Inspector Gadget. Look, Red, you selfish as hell because this is what I'm hearing. You would rather inconvenience your friends to come over <laughs> and stake out niggas with you instead of just getting the gun. You know but what I'm saying? You, okay, again, it's not just getting the gun. What you, it's, it's fucking 80 degrees outside. So what you want for me to do, again, is to walk out with this big-ass gun or a you gun, period, me, on my hip. No, for everybody to, to see me walking around with a gun. Look at this. Okay, y'all can't see this, viewers, but this is a 380. This is a... Hold up, let me take this out. The holster. Look, that's a 380. You see how small okay. that is? You can put What's that, that in your bag. You know how small I am? People gonna see that I have a gun. Like, it's I'm not a- gonna walk out with baggy clothes or cover it up because it's hot and I have to walk these fucking dogs a distance. So well, what? well, either way, you're not trying to pop this dude no. while you walking your dog. No, I'm not. This is I'm- for when this shit escalates to him coming to your house not- outside of your door. That's when you put, kick the door open on him. He's surprised. <laughs> pop, pop. Now he fucked up, and your dogs ain't running off because if you conf- if this if you shoot this man with your dogs, they gonna run away. You gonna be all kind of shit, and you might not even hit him. He's Jamaican. He can teleport. <laughs> this nigga cannot teleport. <laughs> wait, what? How can wait? But Jamaicans can teleport. <laughs> Jamaicans, they got powers, man. I know they got a they lot of do dogs. shit. They are teleport though. They are fine fine craftsmen and users of machetes. Damn. They use them hoes to cut fruit. Look, they are convinced that this nigga got a machete in his house. Like, they are convinced that he has a machete. He got a liquor bottle shaped like a machine gun. He definitely got a machete. I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Like, come on now. (laughs) This man probably got all kind of illegal arms and shit. This is what I be talking about. Probably got a solid gold. I know it's Africa, but he probably got some solid gold weaponry. I be talking about as far as like women are concerned. Like the fact that we even haven't had this conversation. Like I literally all I want is to be able to go outside and walk my goddamn dogs and not be bothered by niggas like Jennifer, I carry guns. I carry guns too. I mean it's just something we gotta do. But you you don't carry them out of fear. Like you don't, if you walk outside and go to your car from your door, you're not going to put your gun on you. What you're asking me to do is essentially that like every time I leave my house, I would have to have this gun on me because like these niggas, daytime, nighttime, like the other night I walked the dogs and and these niggas rolled by time. I want you in that dog and shit. And like, Stop the, you know, like it's, it don't matter. I would have to literally have it on me all the time. 
okay, that's just what you got to do. Because if niggas jump out the car and jump your ass, <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> what you gonna do? You gonna what be like, like, oh no, I should have had a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Kingston, Kingston gonna be gone. I can tell you now. Remy, <laughs> you ain't seen Remy though. Remy is up with a sixty pounds. Remy's a oh, big dog. They will shoot Remy in his chest. Don't do, don't don't say that about. <laughs> they got guns. They got guns, Red. <laughs> okay. Well, look. I mean, look. I already know Red. I've been knowing Red for years. She's stubborn than a motherfucker, so it ain't really nothing anybody gonna be able to say to get her to get a gun. Like I just don't. You, ain't, you ain't gotta you ain't gotta get a gun. But if you're not going to go through the I call the police <laughs> if the nigga busting her in the head. I just wanna know how that's gonna happen. So how what? Gonna happen? He's first of all, I don't know why you're obsessed with this machete. I'm not gonna you want so you want me to get a gun on point want me to stalk the nigga that's stalking me so that I know what's happening. because here's the thing I would have to be sitting outside to see what time this nigga come home because he's not out there every time I go walk the dog. So But what I'm saying is what if I come there every day at five o'clock when I get off of work and for four weeks I don't never see him what? and you get your head busted what? on week five. Why would you exactly. come at the same time when I'm telling you he is all different times? Like, why would you just come at five o'clock? Like, what what I'm saying is, <laughs> I'm saying is you are still likely to see a person come in the same consistent time if you don't know what time to come than stabbing at different times. It's still better to come at a consistent time. Why? If he ain't there at that time? Like, what obviously I'm saying, he ain't there if, as soon as I get That's home. why I need to know if you've ever seen him there at that time. If you've never seen him there at that time, what then why you got me coming at this hour? He does. Like, I've gotten out of work before he's been there. I don't even know what this nigga do. Like, <laughs> he be gone different times. He be parking his car in different places in the complex. He don't even park the car in the same place. Like, I feel like he owe money and they come in to repo that car. Like, because he'll park, like, way off and, like, walk to his apartment. Like, he don't want nobody <laughs> to find this fucking car. I don't know what. And his. His name is on the tag. So, like, if they were coming to get his car, his name is on the tag. They're going to know it's his car. Like, he has his name as his personalized tag for some reason. So, like, he parked the car in different places. So, sometimes a nigga be there. I don't even know he there because I thought I didn't see his car park where it normally is. And then I look and I'm like, oh, shit, he parked over there. I feel like if I come over there at random times for weeks and weeks and weeks and he busts you in your head, I feel like you're going to be mad at me. I'm not going to lie. You tried. At least you tried. Right now you ain't doing shit. I am going to be mad. I came to that motherfucker one time. So, don't talk about I ain't doing shit. You ain't doing shit. But being scared. This you is what I be hear. doing more. This is what I hear. Look, yeah, Mr. On Point gonna have to come to Red House until she move, cause she ain't gonna get the gun. <laughs> she ain't gonna get no protection. So he no, just gonna I don't, come look, over there. I honestly think is he. I don't think you would even have to keep coming. He his whole thing is you said you got somebody. I don't ever see nobody. You lying. That's the, he told me that like. So, he ain't got to come every day, but, like, I just need him to see that, yes, people do come to my house. Like, yes, I I have company. Like, you don't need to be there all the time. I don't need you to come all the time. I don't need you to come to our move. He just need to see somebody because don't nobody come to my fucking house. He right. And I did lie to him. I don't, <laughs> my friend. And don't nobody come fucking visit me. Like, I'm at home by myself all the time. You know what? The easiest solution would really just be to get a boyfriend. Trying. It's hard out here in these streets. <laughs> if it no, was that fucking is. simple, I would have been done that shit. 
The easiest oh, solution would be for you to brandish the pistols at this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a brandish the pistol, so he do come outside with his machete one of these days. Like you pull a gun on me. <laughs> he gonna look at you straight in the face with a no look, no facial expression, and just do a quick head nod. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then he's just gonna walk away real slow. <laughs> Your life is over then. I'm not going to brand this business like this making ass, bro. How I show Oh, AC, I ain't show you what he looked like. I got his... I'm, I'm going to tell you what his Facebook name is so you can see what this nigga looked like so you understand. He looked like a murderer, bro. He really does. Well, he right. looked like he left Jamaica to keep from charges from being put on him. He looks he scary. Like, did he like call he himself scary. a rude boy gangster? Did he say that? Yeah. He, he got like... Boy. He got... He dark skinned and he got them holes in his face looking like... uh, thing. What's his name from... uh? His face looked like Seal, but the dude from The Wire, Omar. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to show it to you. Like, yeah. Oh, he does remind me of Omar. That That is a good, yes. Omar. That nigga yep. looks sinister. God <laughs> Okay. He looks sinister. He looks sinister. <laughs> Seriously. He yeah. really does. And then a little African man is another look that live. Because, see, I'm out. Here's the problem. I'm outside with the dogs all the time. So, niggas see me a lot. And so, like, now what I found is that they'll, like, kind of <laughs> try to, like, go check their mail or some shit while I'm outside and, like, they'll try to holler at me because I'm outside all the time. Because, like I said, I have two dogs now and I can't walk them together because Remy is a puppy and fucking out of his mind. And so he minds better if he's by himself and not influenced by Kingston. So I go outside twice every time I walk the dog. So at least six times a day I'm outside. And so niggas see me. And look, and I go outside looking raggedy as fuck. And I know what on point gonna say. My raggedy ain't niggas raggedy, but my version of raggedy. I go outside. I don't give a fuck. My hat, like I don't care. I go outside any kind of fucking way to avoid this type shit, and it don't work. Niggas still. But I'm saying because the same dudes that see you outside walking the dog see you going to work <laughs> and see you coming back from work, and they see what you're capable of wearing. <laughs> so they don't give a rat's ass what you wear in middle time. Yep. That nigga like. I mean, I know the, the girl I date, she gonna be look real good when we go out to eat, you yeah. know, but when we at the house, she can wear the fuck she wanna wear. <laughs> yeah. But I hope, I don't know. Whatever. Well, look, I'm just gonna pray for you, Bria. I mean, that's all <laughs> I can do at this point. <laughs> I done came up with that's you. That's bad. I mean, this is fuck. Like, I'm just gonna pray for you. <laughs> that's all I can do for you now. Jesus, that sounds terrible. No, you but you won't you 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 shooting down all my solutions, so I can't do nothing. Y'all else. no, your only solution, all your solution, your only solution is a gun. That's it. <laughs> you ain't got no other solution. Also, you know what? The next time he outside washing his car, just call me. Okay. And he do that a lot. He you said he do that or not. I don't know yeah. why you didn't come up with that. Oh yeah, when he washing his car, I'll come over that in. I don't know. He washed that shit at different. He didn't wash it in the evening. He didn't wash it in the morning. He washed his car like whenever he feel like if he sees some dirt on his car, he gonna fucking wash it. No I mean, what what, what do we need to do? Do we need to hold hands and skip? No, I just need him to see me walking with somebody. Like he literally never sees me hey, with y'all. anybody. Like nobody at all. My girlfriend. <laughs> I'm always by myself. Back. She just what? came back with the Chipotle, and I'm kind of hungry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's good, man. We 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 at the we at the threshold anyway. <laughs> she said hello. You had I can't believe you talking all that shit about Kanye and you sound as fat as hell right now. <laughs> I ate since what's up? Eight, nine, ten? A long time ago. A long time ago. <laughs> Look, but let's let's be honest. It don't matter 
how fat skinny dudes seem to look. But see me, I can't even anything I do, I'm just greedy. It don't even matter. I can't even look at a restaurant. Oh, you greedy. That big man for you. But people don't think you're fat. Everybody think that you're like buff. People don't think you fat. You skinny think people, people think, think I'm fat. fat. Yes. People who ain't in tune with football, people who ain't in tune with bodybuilding. Yes, they they just see a be fat. You just big. Well, they are looking like synonyms right now. <laughs> Them shits is the same. <laughs> hey man, look, I just say, man, people people need to stop being so judgmental to folks, man. Just because you big, like you said, just because you big, you just a bigger guy. That don't mean you hungry all the time. People need to chill. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I gotta live with that. <laughs> I'm hungry. I got to live with that. Just like you said, white people got to live with the fact that that's how you feel as it pertains to their dialogue and what they can't say. They just got to deal with it. So I got to deal with folks think I'm hungry all the time. (laughs) And I don't care. A fat man with less self-esteem than me care. I don't care. Hey, man. Good. Sometimes I do be hungry when they be thinking that. Just not all the time. Right, right. Well, I guess we should thank yeah. AC for rolling through, I suppose. Thank, Appreciate you, man. It hurts for me joining to say us. it, but thank you. Yeah, yeah, no problem, man. Anytime, man. I would love I guess let's see how this episode turn out. This this seemed to be an easy get up. We might be able to do this more often than we've been able to since you ain't gotta physically be here. Yeah, I mean we can make it happen. I do I do wanna come there and do it pretty soon though because I, I liked the first time I came and I was actually there in person but this is cool too this is cool too yeah thank y'all for, for having some me. reason niggas actually like you I'm not really understanding what that is but like folks was asking about you since the last time that you, I, I don't know that I would agree with that but alright <laughs> I'm friends with you for some reason I don't know that it's because you're charismatic though I'm just playing I just need to be I need to toot my own horn every now and again but I'll stop now <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate you for joining. Yeah, thank y'all. Well, anything else on y'all minds? No. No. Oh, you got to see Remy. I'm gonna have to. We. I might have to Skype you so you can see his big sixty pound ass. Oh yeah, I got to see him. I got to see him. Mm-hmm. Well, until we come to next conversation. We out. Holla. All right, y'all.